Hey guys, Adam here from My Neighbors Are Dead, and I'm sitting with our producer, Nate DeFort. Hey everybody. So you may already know that we have a Patreon page, but what you may not know is by donating a small amount, you can get all kinds of swag, behind the scenes footage, and way more from checking us out. We really love doing this show and your support means the world to us and it makes it uh, so much easier for us to do that. We have a bunch of cool stuff like Nate said that we want to get to you. You can check us out at patreon.com forward slash my neighbors are dead. Or for more information, go to my neighbors are dead.com. Today's episode of My Neighbors Are Dead is brought to you by the horror entertainment news site Ghastly Grinning. Ghastly Grinning has one goal, to make horror fans happy. Now, if you're not already a fan of their unique take on editorials, reviews, and more, then you're seriously missing out. With writers from Bloomhouse, Dread Central, and WickedHorror.com, you can expect only the best in writing from Ghastly Grinning. For more information, check them out on the web at www.ghastlygrinning.com or on Twitter and Facebook at Ghastly Grinning. Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we're all familiar with the big names in horror. Freddy, Jason, Otachi. But who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the terror. The ones who didn't get to tell their tales. Now, every small town in America has that one creepy resident who we're all sure did something pretty awful. Usually, we don't know how to handle such a person. This week, I talked with an Elm Street resident who only sees setting that person on fire as the only acceptable solution. From Springwood, Ohio to Chicago, Illinois, I'm sitting here talking to Tosmo. Say hi, Tosmo. Hey, Tosmo. Great. So, Tosmo, you move from New York, the 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 melting pot, the yeah. the city that never sleeps, yeah. to Springwood, Ohio. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's a change of pace, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So oh yeah. What do you do in Springwood, Ohio? What I do in Springwood is uh, I do security for the uh, a military prison. Wow, that is intense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the worst thing you've seen in a military prison? Oh, as classified. Oh, okay. As classified, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's probably stuff I shouldn't know anyways. But I'm going to tell you anyway. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, I think the, 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 the craziest thing uh, I saw there... I mean, you see all kinds of crazy things. I've seen a guy get decapitated. Uh-huh. Uh, this happens often a lot. Like, uh, sometimes you find body parts in the food. Is that real? That that happens sometimes, yeah. Like, I I, I told the warden we should have got rid of the industrial-sized uh, meat grinder. Uh-huh. Because, like, it was huge. Yeah, yeah. And you just fall into it. Surprisingly easy. And we didn't put a screen on it. Like, we should have put a grate on it. It just wasn't up to code. So, you know, like, there, there, there were these times where we thought, you know, some of the, some inmates have escaped. And they were then, just in the food. And then the burgers tasted different. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't eating that. Yeah. Food. I had McDonald's. You can put two and two together pretty quick. That pretty much. They didn't escape. They were in the food. Let's just say it's classified. That's great. Well, Tosmo, that's awful. But I, I did a little bit of research on you before you came in here, and you moved not just anywhere in Springwood, Ohio. You moved to Elm Street, mm-hmm. where some would say 
what happened there is arguably worse than anything that has ever happened in a military prison. Oh yeah? Yeah. Explain to me explain to me how and what was so horrible about Elm Street. Well Tell me. Because of these fucking kids? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards okay. here. Yeah, I kind of like, figured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never worked in a military prison, nor have I ever worn the uniform. But I, I think if... I don't know how many military guys can come get you in your... Well, I don't know. Can military guys come get you in your dreams? We doing this dreams thing now? Well, I mean, that's kind of we the thing. We doing this that, dreams thing now? That's kind of the thing. You one of them? You believe that? I'm. I'm you just, believe that this... I'm just telling you what I heard. Because, you know, this guy, we're talking about, of course, Freddy Krueger, renowned child, well, murderer, and you seem to have a theory that he was also a child molester. Yeah. Yeah. He is what, he is class act pedophile. And, uh, you know, that's the one thing I didn't like about Elm Street was that nobody there was willing to say what needed to be said. Yeah, that he was... Molesting these kids. I mean, with everything. Yeah. Like, he just seemed weird. Like, I have a real good idea of good people when I see them. Right. I could see that guy from a mile away, and I was just like, oh, no, he's vibrating at a frequency I don't want to fuck with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. You, yeah. You see, like, creeps in the subway. And, and then he was so here. friendly with the kids. Yeah. You know, if you know that you're that creepy, you can't be friendly with the kids. I think that's a classic indicator that you that something is up with, with you and kids. Huh? I think if you why like, are you turning this around on me? I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm you. I'm. It's a blanketed statement when I say you that it's not. I'm not accusing you, Tosmo, of anything. So you said you weren't. You were. How did you? I forget how you put it. You said you weren't jiving with with his vibe. Is that what you said? Or yeah, you, yeah. You know, you could just feel his energy. Yeah, you could just yeah. feel it. You know, when you yeah. shake his hand, yeah. he won't look at you, right, right. you know? And I'm one of those people, I poke and prod, you know what I'm saying? I I, I test your wits. Right, right. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll make sure that you're a little off balance to see how you handle it. You've done a great job so far. Yeah, absolutely. You're, mm -hmm. you're a pussy. It's one thing that I learned. You're a pussy, especially the way you just drank that water. I don't think I'm... A, I mean, I don't know how me drinking a water makes me a pussy. No, but. see, you, you see... You could have had a better comeback than that. I I just I'm confused. I guess. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm confused. That's exactly. Uh, One thing that I do know about you is that you're a good person. I can tell that. I can tell that you're a good person. I appreciate you're it. You're just Thank a pussy, you. you know. After several kids go missing, yeah, <clears throat> murdered, uh, all yeah. signs kind of kind of point to Freddy Krueger and yeah, yeah. I mean, during you know, this time, I mean, he he is arrested. He does get arrested for yeah, this. Yeah, but yeah, on a on a legal technicality, he's yeah. let go. They botched it up. Yeah. They botched it up. Right. You know? Um, I guess this is this is a two-parter. How do you feel about the legal system? And also, when that happens, what are your thoughts? We'll start with how do you feel about the legal system overall? Uh, well, I mean, the legal system pertaining to what? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I could go off on a whole bunch of stuff. You talking about the legal system and pertaining in this case specifically? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's bullshit because that child murdering pedophile got off. 
And everyone was trying to play it up like he was innocent. Right. No, 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 no. I could tell when someone is innocent or not. And, you know, no one was willing to say it, so I pulled together a meeting. Okay. Got everybody in my garage. Oh, great. So this is your idea. Now, okay, this is where, okay, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is good. Oh, yeah. All right. So what's that meeting like? How does that start? Like what's everybody's what's everybody's consensus at the time? Is it like we should we should go and we should get, hire a better lawyer or or we should try to do well, a citizen's you know, arrest? To or, be honest, what, what is it? To be honest, I've been slowly conditioning the neighborhood to be less pussies than they were before I got there. Okay, you know they needed a little New York in them. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those communities where everyone's just too timid to like shake anybody's fence you know that's not how communities work you know if human beings were like these people on elm street yeah a long long time ago we wouldn't be here right we'd be extinct community takes getting together and i went around for a while telling everybody to stop being a pussy this that and the other thing getting them to open up about who they are whatnot and, you know, after the years, everyone loves me. Everyone loves me as Uncle Tasmo. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The guy from New York, you know, the wise guy, the one who knows things about things. I have a list here uh, just uh, of a couple of suggestions that some of the Springwood neighbors had. And I'm going to read these to you. And then I want you to follow that up with what your suggestion was to do to Freddy Krueger. After he'd been released. Okay, you going to tell me what they said? Yeah, these are just some things that were overheard at the meeting. Okay. Uh, so one resident said, hey, let's go egg his house. Yeah. Uh, one resident said, and this up until now, the most violent thing, let's go beat him up. Yeah. One person said, hey, let's go cut the tires on his car. Yeah. And then at this point, I believe you had told me that you put a stop to the meeting and you said. Let's fucking burn him. Oh. Yeah, let let's burn him. Yeah, let yeah. And they said no, a little too much. Right. They weren't willing to go that route because you know it's murder and all this baby. Right. And uh, so I did the right thing that any chief of a village would. I lied to them for their own good. I told them we weren't gonna burn them, but then when we got there, I brought gasoline. So, so you signed off on one of these of like, yeah, 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 let's go beat him up. But in the meantime, in the back of your head, you're thinking we're going to set this guy on fire. Like a fucking torch. Yeah. So what's the mood there like? So like, explain to me what the mood is on the march to go to this guy's house. Oh, Kruger. these fucking snowflakes were like, oh, we're going to fucking throw eggs in his house. So like, you know, when they all made those suggestions, right. eh, I realized, because at first they were like, let's egg his house. I'm like, don't be an idiot. And right. then the other person was like, let's slash his tires. I'm like, that's high school shit. Right. And then when I told him, let's burn, burn him. I mean, I thought it was a great idea. Yeah. And uh, they, you know, they were just all like, uh. and to me, I just didn't want to live another day with that creeper walking around doing what he's doing and using technicalities to fucking be free. So, you know, on the way there, they were like chanting stupid fucking songs, 
and you know, just like being like they had, ugh, it was just nauseating. They had eggs with them, and um, uh, some people brought like uh, uh bricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, those people I respected. I mean, at least they didn't bring no eggs. That's way, that, yeah, for sure. That's, bricks that does way more damage than eggs. You know, and um, but yeah, they were just a bunch of pansies. And uh, so the mood for everyone was, yay, we're doing the right thing. And uh, I was like, like from my Marine Corps days, mission first. So what's it like? So you get to his house, right? And people are throwing eggs, I assume, or, or doing whatever they're doing, chanting their songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, do you do you find like the, the perfect moment to like just start dousing this guy's house in gasoline? Yeah, you know. I mean, I don't know if there's ever a good time to douse someone with gasoline. You just got to do it. Yeah. You yeah, just, you that just, is true. You know, you just got to be like, eh, I had enough of this guy, and then do it. So when the neighbors see you throwing the gas in the house, like, what is their immediate reaction? Like, how Well, they- at first they were like, what are you doing? And... Uh-huh. That's a fair response. Like, Tasmo, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, they were like, hey, Tasmo, what are you doing? What are you doing? And, uh, you know, I played it off. I was like, no, 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 I'm just going to scare I'm just going to scam. And they were like, Still Why? lying. Still lying then, to the people. Know, and then, like, I'm still putting gas on him. They're like, no, no, dude, he's going to burn him. I was like, no, I'm not going to burn him, you right, know? Right. And, then, and then, like, I told him, I was like, I winked at him. Let them know that, you know, hey, just going to you know, scare them a little bit. Right, right, right. And, uh, you know, I was pretty slick about it. Went back to the crowd and used their dots with gasoline. And uh, I just happened to be smoking, so. Oh, this is just happenstance that you just happen to have a cigarette in your hand. Yeah, I actually started two days before this day. Because it was stressing me out, you know? Like, yeah. I, I was going to burn someone. Burn a guy alive. Is and then not... I was like, man, I should take up smoking. <laughs> and then I made the three. And then I was just like, okay. Have you ever, I mean. I'm really good at making connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good connection. You know. As a Marine, I don't know. As again, I said, I've never worn the uniform. And, and thank you, by the way, for your service. And thank you for not being a Marine. You're very welcome. You I would, would not be a good Marine at all. Fuck no. Uh. Have you, prior to this, had you ever burned anybody alive? Or is that classified? Look at the way I'm looking at you. Okay. You're looking at me like, it. you're not saying anything, so I assume it's classified, but you're looking at me like, yeah, I've burned a lot of people alive. Hey, don't put words in my mouth. I'm not. This is just what I'm taking from what you're look, from the look that you're giving me right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. So let's get back to the house. Yeah, yeah. So you're smoking, right? Mm. Two days in. You can't be enjoying the flavor and the way it's going into your lungs, right? No, but you know, you, uh, mission first. Mission first. Mission so you first. gotta like, I, I like, I psyched myself up to love it. Yeah. Just for my own notes, when did you stop smoking? Oh, I never stopped. Oh, you're still going? Oh, yeah. Oh, great. It, it turned out to be something that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, one thing I like about it the most is every time I spark one up, uh-huh. I remember that day. Great. So, so now, like, you, you got the cigarette in your hand, and, and everybody's like, what, Tosma, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. So what do you do with the cigarette? You just, like, flick it? Yeah. 
And it goes up in flames. I mean, it's oh, like, yeah, well, it's gasoline. Yeah. yeah, it's gasoline. Yeah. What? What's again? Now that this thing has escalated fast. Oh yeah. What's the reaction of the townsfolk? Well, first it was like, "Oh no," and then I just reminded him what he did. Yeah. And I told everybody, I was like, this is what you pay for messing with the children on Elm Street. And everyone was like, you know, they collectively was like, great. They got on board pretty quick. Yeah, pretty much, you know, because like, it was pretty satisfying yeah. because all of us, you know, got together. We were, we were a village now. Now, see, that's nice. It is real nice. We got really close after that. That's nice. A little creepy, but close. It was a creepy situation, but we, you know. Any dreams that he's come to visit you in or no? How you been sleeping? I don't dream. Okay. Is that from the Marines or is that from... I don't know. I just don't dream. I just don't remember any of my dreams. Yeah. If I do remember my dreams, they're, they're like, uh, you know, like uh, stupid shit. You know? I, they say you only remember the dreams that you wake up from. Yeah. The only dreams I happen to be waking up from is when I'm having threesomes. And I hate that. And I just want to go back to sleep. You ever tell your wife about these threesome dreams you have? Do I look like I want to be divorced? No, you don't. Yeah, I'm too old for that. This is something we've never done before. This is kind of like a, a relationship corner thing. You ever try to talk your wife into having a threesome? Okay, let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, I have brought it up a few times. How's that go? Because I got to imagine there's a lot of guys out there that would like to know. I, there's, a, there's a lot of guys who'd probably yeah, yeah, listen yeah. Well, to the show. You know, she, she, doesn't, um, she doesn't partake okay. anymore. Yeah. Oh, anymore? Yeah, she found Jesus. Oh, the worst. She's having threesomes with him and the Holy Ghost and all that bullshit. You know. But you got to have it once, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, at least once that yeah, we know of. Yeah. Hey, man. Winning one Super Bowl is better than winning no Super Bowls. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I've never had a threesome. Yeah. I don't know. You know, they're, they're great and everything, but uh, they suck when it's with your wife. You know. So, like, yeah. I Yeah, it's great. I can be like, yay, I did it. But uh, if you look at my wife, uh, thank God for Viagra. Well, I think that's as good a place as any to leave it. Uh, normally, what we do now is I just turn the mic over to you, let you say whatever you want. I mean, thank God for Viagra is a great place to leave off. But if there's anything you'd like to say about threesomes, setting people on fire, um, moving from a big city to a small town, please have at it for anybody who might be listening. People. America is falling apart, okay? We need to come together as one. And the only way that something like that would happen is if we go through a shitty situation and together rise from that shitty situation. And um, when it comes to threesomes, just ask. I would just ask. That's one of those things that I do all the time. I live by the creed that just ask. 
Tasmo, thank you so much for coming by. This has been such a treat. Yeah, it was a pretty good time. It was kind of like therapy. Great. I'm glad you got something out of it. Yeah. Well, we'll hopefully talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show is produced by myself and Nate DeFort, with editing done by Nate DeFort. Our original music was composed by Jesse Case, with additional music by Dane Halverson. And our artwork was done by Mark Nishan. Tosmo was played by Mike Eshack. You can catch Mike doing stand-up all over the Los Angeles area or on Twitter at Mike Eshack. Here are some free and easy ways you can support us that will have a huge impact on the show. If you're listening in a podcast player, make sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review for us. You can follow us on Facebook, and we're also on Twitter at My Dead Neighbors. If you like this week's episode, tweet about us. Facebook about us, Instagram about us. Hell, if you're still on MySpace, do that too. Now, if you're a big fan of My Neighbors Are Dead and you want all kinds of extra stuff like swag, extra content, and updates on upcoming news and events, you can donate to the show by going to patreon.com forward slash My Neighbors Are Dead. My Neighbors Are Dead is taking part in a great campaign called Two Pods a Day. It aims to introduce podcast listeners to two independent podcasts every day for the months of January and February. We hope to give visibility to some great indie podcasts that you probably haven't heard of. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Oh, and also, Sinbad, if you're listening, hit us up on Twitter at My Dead Neighbors. <laughs>